0: Wilds up and welcome to the Wires Up podcast. It's great to have you guys back. I'm here on a Wednesday night recording this, and uh, this is the preview for the Warriors versus the Knights uh, this coming Sunday at 8:05 p.m. I believe in Newcastle. Um, so we're going to go through the run sheet for tonight. We're going to start off with a little bit of team news, and then we're going to go into the team lists, the game plan, and then some final thoughts and score prediction for you guys. And then we're out of here. So hopefully it's a quick one. Um, but let's get started okay guys some updated team news Uh, i just thought this would be interesting an interesting topic to talk about i've just read an article recently on the nrl website uh, and it's talking about webster has rested or was resting today i believe 12 of the starters that started it against the sharks Um, so no training and it kind of went into a little bit about you know this is a strategy or was it was put in place to actually kind of be there as a as a day that they would potentially have off considering that the amount of travel they've done you know and the workload that they've been under and so Webster decided this week to to rest 12 of those players um, and i just thought you know let's talk about that i've talked about it through the podcast lately about load management i thought load management in my eyes was resting players from games but this is a smart decision by the coach. He knows his players. He knows the amount of travel, the amount of work that they have done, and the impact on the squad. And we've seen it already where there's been a ton of injuries. We've got the HIA rules. Um, we've gone into maybe number 22 or 23 in our in our squad um, in terms of players. And I think this is a good call by the coach. Um, he could tell that they needed it. And... You know it's 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 fair enough and it's what i was actually asking for just giving our players now it's not ideal you want your players on the field training every day you know working on combinations those types of things but this is probably the only way to to deal with a, a big stretch of you know traveling schedule coming up that you know this 11 11 week window is really really tough so I, th- I think it's the right call. It's probably the only thing he can do. I mean, there's nothing that the NRL can do. They give you the schedule and you just book in the days where you think that you're going to need a break. And um, he called it that uh, it was after this, this tough game against Cronulla. He talked about position as the big reason that, you know, we were 45% position. So it talks, you know, pretty much saying that we had to do a lot of tackling, which is, which is true. Um, and then... Uh, I just wanted to give you an example of, of, of you know how difficult it actually is to, to be at the Warriors always have the difficulty of travelling to Australia and it's one of the toughest schedules we, we, we have probably the toughest schedule out of most clubs every year um, but I want to give you an example so if I look at the Cronulla Sharks schedule for this season just bear with me for one sec now they started off at, uh, at Shark Park In round one against the Rabbitohs. The following week, they went to Combex Stadium in Parramatta. Played the Eels. Then they went to um, GIO Stadium against the Raiders the following week. So that's an hour flight. Uh, And then they played St. George the following week uh, at Nistrada Jubilee Stadium. So I think that's Cogra, Just up the road. And then they played us the following week at home. Then they've got a bye. And then they're back at PointsBet Stadium against the Roosters, and then they're at a course Stadium um, at Homebush, and then their first actual road trip, should we say, is around nine up to North Queensland. So that just, you know, I'm just trying to give you guys an understanding of the difficulty that we we have. I mean, we went to Wellington, yeah, sure, that's kind of a home game. Then we went to Sydney. Came back, then we went to North Queensland. Came back, and then we had a home game. And then we're going. To, we went to Cranella, Came back, and we're on our way to Newcastle again. And so you know the toll that our players are going through. We're losing days of of, of obviously recovery. We're losing days of uh, training. Or, you know these, but you just look at that shark schedule, and, and they don't. Have, they have to travel maybe an hour in traffic to get to some of these games you know what I mean they don't they don't have to do they're not out of their homes they're literally staying at home every night whereas our boys are in hotels nearly every second weekend or or two weekends in a row so just wanted to give you guys a little bit of that as a reminder that you know we are we we have one of the toughest schedules in the NRL or probably the toughest schedule in And I think Webster made the right call that we have to have a little bit of a break um, to see a bit more of improvement from our players. So hopefully we can get a bit more energy. Again, we've got to go travel away to to Newcastle. So it's another tough assignment, but I'm looking forward to it. I hope we can continue to maintain um, that energy. Now, the other one was um, just an update on Mitch Barnett. I think Mitch is four weeks away, apparently, from an article I read. So we're gonna have those issues in the back row and in the in the front row. Um, uh, Mitch is a big loss, but at least we know it's four weeks away. You know, he's it's gonna take a while for him to get back to full fitness. Um, so yeah, the, the forwards are gonna have to step up. Um, you know, our our replacements well, even the whole squad, uh, now that Marata's out, you know, there's going to be, the younger guy's going to get called up soon, I believe. So we've just got to be ready. Um, that's why you have 30-man squads, obviously. Um, but, you know, Webster's got it under control. He knows what his players need. But, um, yeah, just Mitch Barnett, unfortunate, probably about a month away. So really missing him, you know, and that's the reason why I, th- I think it's it's just important that we continue to maintain while he's out. Um, but hopefully we'll see him back in a month uh, and that's just the team news I had guys so we'll move now into the team list okay guys the team list uh, for the Warriors uh, this coming Sunday uh, it is Charles-Nickel-Cockstad at fullback on the wings Edward Cosi, Adam uh, and Marcelo Montoya and in the centres is Viliami Adam Pompey and in the halves Tamayde Martin and Sean Johnson. In the front row we've got Adam Fenoir, Blake Wade, Egan and Bunty R4. And in the back row we've got Jackson Ford and Bailey Siren and then Tohu Harris listed at the moment at lock. And then our interchanges: Dylan Walker, Josh Curran, Jazz Tavanga and Tom Ali. So obviously coming back in the main one is uh, is Tamayde. and I'm um, oh, we, we just need him back in. I I, I know Ronald Vogman, you know he he. he He's not quite up to the NRL standard level of defence, but he will come along. But it's just good to have Tamati back. You know, he's going to shore up that left that uh left edge, or right edge defensively. Um, he's going to bring back his one percenters. You know, I've loved him as a player. He just brings a lot of one percenters that you don't see, but behind the scenes, he's involved in a lot of plays, and 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 he's like. He's just everywhere defensively and in attack as well, but he he doesn't give up on a play. He'll follow it right to the end and even even defensively. So we need that because we saw what happened to that right edge. So I'm hoping that he comes back and then the communication between him and Vilea is, is on point. And then obviously his ability to even get Vilea opportunities and even Montoya to see a bit more action down that left side in terms of attack. So... It's it's really good that he's coming back in, and I'm looking forward to him now. Uh, just a little one about Bunty R4. I mean, we've talked about that, and I know it's a little bit, con- bit of concern, but at the moment, we're we still happy with that um, with that situation. Uh, and, and, and you trust the coach in this situation, but we are down in, in numbers, so but you just want to see a bit more effort from Bunty this week. Um, but you, you got to trust the coach that he he knows what. Uh, he wants from his players, and um, so he holds that, that position. Now, Surinan is listed going to the, the right edge to replace Marata. Now, I, I quite like Surinan in terms of defensively sound. I like some of his his defensive reads and his effort. It's interesting, though, that Curran still kind of viewed as the impact player at the stage when maybe naturally Curran would go to the right edge, and you saw him score that try with SJ, and maybe there's a combination there. Um, I'm thinking Serenin is viewed more as purely a defensive, you know, a selection. Um, but you'd think that maybe Josh Carmen would go there. Um, but we'll have to see how that unfolds. Um, but yeah, for me, Serenin isn't amazing. Uh, he's not going to give us the same punch that Marata does in defend and uh, attack. Uh, defensively as well, he's not going to hit as hard as Marata, but. You know, he provides, I suppose, something that Webster sees and that he views Curran at the moment as more of an impact player, which is so... It's up to the coach, but, you know, in my eyes, I would I'd put a, would have put Curran in there to start off, then bring Siren in um, on, uh, usually to take some of those minutes, and then Curran to finish off or something like that. But we might see Seren play a little bit on the edge, and then he might you know, play in the middle for, you know, a couple of minutes and then Curran comes on, or they'll just... I'm sure um, Weeps has got it sorted. Uh, and then we've got the captain listed again. Now, I'm not too sure on that one. I've read an article also saying that he he's taking it week, week by week, so maybe it's another one of those ones where it's up to him to decide if he's good to go, um, and they just put him in the team list to, you know, so that if he is ready to go, it's like he was already selected. So... Yeah, um, I think that would be. I'm hoping he can go because we needed to shore I mean, we talked about Jazz not being able to shore up, you know, the middle in that first 20. Um, The Knights are a physical team that they could potentially put points on us as well. Um, So you kind of want Torhu back there in that middle position, controlling the ruck speed, um, setting up. You know, the first 20 minutes to set up for Jazz and for Walker to come off the bench. That's ideal. Um, But if it's the case that he can't go, I I imagine Webster just puts Jazz back in there. Um, And then, obviously, there's the talking point of, uh, you know, personally, I would love to have Jazz and Walker on interchange. I think in this particular game, they would really be able to open up the Knights. Uh, So, ideally, I want to keep them in that interchange uh, position uh, to sort of generate a lot of attack... A lot of um, energy in the middle parts of the game. Uh, but we'll have to see what happens. Now, uh, Dallin is list, listed as 18th man. I, I think he might potentially take Kossi's uh, spot this week on the right wing. Um, but we'll have to see what, what happens. And, and um, But he is ready to go. Now, Williame is, I think, another week or two away as well. So, Vailia keeps that that position on the left edge. And you just hope that he improves... Um but I think this side is quite good. I think we can with the bench that we have, I quite like that bench. If you look at it, you got Jazz, uh you got Dylan Walker, Josh Curran, Jazz and, and Tom Ali. I think they all give something um quite, you know, dynamic off the bench and and I think they 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 really starting to get in, you know, knowing their roles effectively. I mean, obviously Tom Ali, he's more of a 15 to 20 minute player, but he's he's pure impact. And you know, Currans that right edge back row replacement that gives you strong line running you know if it plays and then obviously Dylan and Jazz we just know the impact that they make and so if you can keep that bench intact I think that's one of our strengths going into this game um, so I think overall we've got a good we've got a good side again and then I think what we probably want after the comments what you know what Webster's saying is that we were a little bit tired and then we had to have a day off then you'd you'd hope that the guys returning are going to just pick them up, and and maybe you know you might look at Dallin, might might actually make the cut, cause he sits out, and then Dallin, you know he's going to have to lift uh lift the team up a little bit, to with a week off might be a bit more fresher, he might get a bit more responsibility and, and start to work down that left side, and then you know hopefully if the captain's ready to go he's had a week off he feels fresh, uh, and then we just shore up those middles uh, and and control that ruck speed so. That would be ideal, but uh, it looks, it feel, it still feels like we're just short, you know, short on players. Obviously, Murata's gone, and we're just feeling like we're still on the back foot a little bit, um, getting our, you know, our first team players into the squad. So, let's see what happens. Obviously, it's we kind of find out, you know, the day before uh, whether if you know Torhu's in the lineup or he drops out, that type of thing. But anyway, that wraps up the team list for the Warriors. Now we'll move on to the team list for the Newcastle Knights. Okay, the team list for the Newcastle Knights, guys, we have uh, Lachlan Miller at fullback and on the wings. We've got Dominic Young and Greg Marju. And then in the centres, we've got Dane Gayguy and Bradman Best. And then the halves, Frenick Crossland and Jackson Hastings. And then in the, four, in the front row, we've got Daniel Saifiti, Jaden Braley, Leo Thompson. And in the back row, we've got Tyson Frizzell and Lachlan Fitzgibbon. And then at lock, we have Jack Johns. And then on the interchange, we've got Kurt Mann, Jack Hetherington, uh, Matt Crocker, and Brody Johns. So the out for them is Tyson Gamble. Now, I saw that he got a concussion. I think it was a grade one. So he misses out, and he's quite a good, you know, he's their 5'8", and he's their kind of uh, energy guy, you know, um, kind of brings a bit of energy for them, similar to like a Dylan Walker. And so I think he'll be sorely missed, if I'm, if I'm being honest. Uh, and then but if you look at their strengths I mean their back five is this is the actual back five that they, they wanted to play with now we we didn't get a look in at Greg Marju or Dan Gay guy in, in the first round so obviously this is their best back five and, and we knew that it was a battle in the first round against them and so with them at home I think their back five will look to compete a bit more with ours uh, Marju is a great runner of the ball he's strong Obviously, Dom Young is also strong and, and, and got so much speed on the outside. If we give him space, uh, Guy is just a veteran. I think he's done 250 games or 300 games or something like that. And then Bradman Best is—he's physical. You know, he's he's um, a strong player. So the, their back five will look to be sh- very strong on on Sunday night. Uh, and then Phoenix Crossland at half. Now, usually Phoenix Crossland kind of plays that dummy half. Uh, replacement role uh, so this is my this will be our, my first time seeing him at, at 5.8 he does have a kicking game I, I remember that um, but yeah there will be an interesting element to see how he goes in the halves uh, and then Leo Thompson and the propping uh, role uh, he was when we played them the first round he was actually an interchange player and wasn't that effective but if you look at his numbers as a starting prop it's, it's quite good uh, so he will actually look to compete against Bunty early on and and look to get some good runs and his tackle numbers are insane like 45 tackles three missed so you know he's he's, he's working hard and it seems as though that starting prop role seems to work better for him uh, then the back row is just uh, just solid and consistent Lachlan Fitzgibbon we know he he scored that try on SJ uh, just running an inside line so we know he's a good line runner uh, Tyson braelle on it Honestly, I felt that when Tyson went out, we kind of, uh, you know, we um, we got lucky there. Tyson, I, I think, is, is is a really good player. Uh, he got a concussion, sorry, in the first round, if you remember, early in the game. And so he was out for the game. But now he's back. And, and so that will shore up their back row. And then Jack Johns, he scored a try on the weekend. Uh, seems like a decent player. Yeah. Um, so we will just have to see how he goes, but I mean, it's it's a solid forward pack, um, and then Jaden Brayley obviously, and the Saifiti Jaden Saifiti Daniel Saifiti, and then in, in the prop, but Jaden Brayley is a physical hooker, he's a good ball player, um, he knows how to get his forwards on the front foot as as most hookers should, but he's a, he's a very good player, so that forward pack will compete. They will look to pounce on. A flat warriors side early, and they'll look to, they'll look to take advantage of us if we are flat. So, you know, it's it's important. This game reminds me of similar to what the bulldogs, when we went off the high of beating North Queensland, and then you saw that drop off early on, in the first half, and so that's that's where I think the knights could try and really attack us if they, is using just having more energy, and, and they've had a good run of of games lately. Uh, they're willing to fight to the end. So, you know, you got to give these guys credit. Um, now, the bench is a bit of a mixed bag. Um, Jack Hetherington is your typical front rower. Um, Kurt Mann is that kind of utility um, player. Matt Croker and then Brody Jones. Uh, there's noth- no one in that back row that really frightens me. Um, but uh, Sorry, in that interchange that frightens me. But good, solid players. Uh, um just i know just a just a solid outfit you know that if if you don't come with the right mindset they'll they can put points on you so it's important that we come prepared and ready to go so but that wraps up the team list and now we're going to move into the game plan yeah into the game plan okay guys the game plan uh, for the knights i think they'll look to be consistent they've had a good run of games uh, they drew with Manly really you know, turned Manly over in the middle parts of the game. Um they did have some patches where they leaked points. Um but like I think they're they're running into a good run of, of games of consistent performances of players. I mean with Pongo out and then Gamble coming in, it kind of just created a, a more solid defensive team. Um but Losing a bit of creativity, obviously, with Ponga, but more structure, I suppose. And Jackson Hastings has been able to really direct the team around a lot better. Um, so I'd expect them to continue to, to to really build off of that staying consistent um, and staying in the grind. Similar to us, uh, they want to just have good completion rate, get to their kicks, use their back five as weapons and then try and break you down. So I think they'll be similar in terms of what they want to try and, and achieve. And statistically, they look well. Like I said, high completion, uh, good meters. And if you go into the the statistics for, for all the teams, that they're, they're sitting in around the middle of the park. Um, and then, so another big area, that they're back five. They'll want to really work well with them and try and get on top of us. They'll want to try to be explosive as well, use use Dom, uh, Dom Young on the outside. Use his size, his height, you know, for kicks. Uh, and then the centres, you know, Gay guy, he's 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 an experienced centre. He he can you know take advantage of any little weakness. Um, Maziu was very strong and athletic. Uh, so, and then Bradman Best obviously is 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 just a solid solid centre. So you know they're gonna they're gonna look to use them as 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 a weapon. Um, and then Jaden Braley, I think he's a good, good, good hooker. He can get these guys onto the ball quickly. He's physical. Like they, they will take advantage of a weak, you know, uh, interior defense. So, like I said, with Jazz struggling last week, they'll look to do the same. They'll follow the pattern of the Sharks and think, well, if we can win them, beat them in the middle early, and get on top of them and pile some points on, then maybe we might be able to defend the lead or, or something similar. And, and they'll look to be patient like us. So I think there, it's a similar game style probably not as good as of players that we have or that calibre so but they'll still try and aim up. Um and like I said, they'll look for any weakness and they'll pounce on us. And they're playing at home in front of their home fans that will lift them. So we're really in for it. And now the only other area I, I see is the right edge. That's the edge with gay guy and Dom Young. And so if Viele is there and he hasn't sorted out his you know his communication, if they're not getting on the right page. You know, they'll they'll attack that side of, um, you know, gay guy's experience. He'll figure things out. He'll know how to get under their skin. And, and and so we've got to be really solid on that right edge. But I want to jump into our game plan right now. And for us, we just need better starts. You know, we will, I think we want to win the first 20 minutes. And if we do win the first 20 minutes, it'll be the first time this season. So, you know, with Tohu, if Toru comes back, obviously we get a more solid performance in the middles. And then we try and soften them up for Jazz and Walker to come on. But we need to really make sure. I, I, I believe it's scoring first. If we score first, uh, then that changes the whole. It just sets us up properly you know, and it gets our minds into the game. But we can't keep having these poor reads on the edge. And we can't really, you know, just we can't keep just slowly building into the game. We have to hit our straps straight away. So that's what I think anyway, is that we need to get get Things rolling straight away now. Walker and Jazz, they're the difference in my eyes. Them off the bench, if they can both come off the bench like the pre, uh, previous weeks, I think they will will really do a number on the nights. So I think they can make inroads, uh, and then you know, things start to open up for Sean and the halves a bit more. I think the back five again will be more challenged uh, with Gay Guy and Maju, so we're going to have to really aim up again. Um, I think our guys will I think we're on a bit of a high right now. I think we've got a lot of confidence and I think with CNK at the back and then Cosy and Montoya um and those guys, I think we we will compete and compete well. Um the middles they need to control that rug speed a bit. They need to they need to sort that out. Um and, and hopefully with Torhu that might that might happen. And then like I said, the right edge defense, we have to be solid with Violin. and Tomaire. and I believe Tamaire will come back and be a calming influence on Vailia and they'll get the communications right and get the numbers right and all those types of things but at the end of the day guys the difference between our team really is SJ SJ is the more elite half over Hastings so if he can get the ball where he wants it if we can give provide the service that he needs with the forward momentum again SJ can can dominate this game it can be a game where he really shines again. So, I'm expecting him to to continue his form. You know, I believe he's looking in great form. His mind's in the right place. Um, but he's really the difference between the two teams. But the key here is that we cannot afford to be flat. And now Webster has brought that up, and we've just talked about that. That we we're a bit tired. And so, you know, we don't want to go to Newcastle and get stunned again 20-0. That that would be a really bad sign that things aren't going well in my eyes to have that twice in a week, uh, twice in a row. Um, So we need to find a way to find energy and hopefully we get that energy um, and, and, you know, do this last, I suppose, away game until we go home next week and then we have the Storm game, which is kind of a a week-and-a-half break. So we need to really nail this one and then come home and then settle in for pretty much two two weeks, two and a half weeks before we go to Melbourne. So if we can cap this off the right way, I think we're, we're on to something here. But the NRL, it rests for no man. Um, if you don't rock up, you know teams will pile points on you. So we have to be mentally sharp again uh, for this one. And now, guys, I want to give you my final thoughts and then we'll give you a score prediction and then we'll get out of here. okay guys so you know like I was saying you know the NRL rests for no man it waits for no man sorry and I think you know after this high of beating the Sharks a top 14 away can we emotionally reset uh, that's going to be the big question you know it was a similar this is kind of a similar situation to where we beat the Cowboys away and then we saw that slow start again against the Bulldogs and if you think emotionally this game was even bigger than the Cowboys game Um, and then so can we reset emotionally uh, is the big ask and that's the big ask of of any NRL team is that the great teams can always reset and go again Um, and and if we are going to consider ourselves a great team we should be able to reset and go again and go and beat the Knights because we are a better team but that's where we need to prove to ourselves that we are. Um, We need to prove it through, you know, our consistency. We need consistency. And as a fan base, that's been the Warriors' issue for 25 years, consistency. Let's be honest. And so we're looking for a consistent performance. Now, the the style of play that we play is consistent. Uh, We just want improvement in that start of the game. But, you know, we want to string together multiple wins and so that's what I'm expecting from the boys Uh, there's no excuses there's no excuses from me or from the coach let's get the job done get our heads in the game and get the job done now I want to point out that we are one of the most patient teams in the NRL I really believe that I believe we're more patient than most teams that we play like you look at the Sharks game we waited till the 78th minute for them to throw a wild pass And then Curran earns a penalty. Like, that's how patient we are. We're willing to stick in the grind to force you into an error. And so I think we need to continue that patience. And we have to be patient against the Knights. It will just... We'll get there over time. So I think that's one of our, you know, our strengths. And we need to continue that. Um, And then overall, I think we're just a better team. We're a better team than the Knights, you know. We have a better CV right now. Um, so we need to close this game out. We've played them before. This is the first team we're playing the second time around. So we need to close this chapter pretty much and say that we're a better team. We don't want to let them in into thinking that they're better than us. So it's going to be a big ask, but this is all, I think this game is going to be all mental. It's all going to be mental focus. Can you recover from a really emotional week? Go back home and travel. Miss a day of training. Miss two days of training. Probably, one day of recovery and one day of training. And can you reset for a Sunday night evening game and get the job done? You know that's going to be the true test of our mental fortitude. But guys, I've got the score line twenty-four twenty to the Warriors. Now I think I think the Knights will really fight, but I'm 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 hoping that Sean will take us home and that our bench will be the difference. And that's what I believe, guys. So 24-20, don't take it to the TAB. Um, <laughs> don't trust anything I say. <laughs> but that's what I'm thinking anyway. So I have us winning the game and going to 5-1, and one, which I thought was never possible. Um, but now my mindset has changed, and I'm believing in this team. So we go 5-1, and one and we come home, prepare for the Cowboys, and then eventually want to get to that game uh, against the Storm. I can't wait for that one. But, yeah, 24-20, guys. And that's us out of here. So we're going to do the podcast next, because it's a Sunday night game. I'll do a podcast next Monday night. Um, But you guys have a great uh, long weekend. Man, it's going to be a good one. Um, Some good footy games. um, But hopefully you have some good time with your family. And we'll catch you guys next Monday night. Uh, But, yeah, I'm on Instagram, Wise Up Podcast. Catch me wherever you can. But thank you again for your guys' support. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace.